Hello, this is Michael Fanning with the Windermere Coaching Minute. This is our short-form podcast where we'll be interviewing Windermere agents who bring creative ideas, power strategies, and successful routines to light, all in creating epic client service and work-life balance. Enjoy the podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning with the Windermere Coaching Minute, and this is our weekly podcast where we talk to Windermere agents and also providers out there that are providing great ideas and creative uh, ways for agents to show themselves better to the clients and also provide greater value. And so today, I'm really excited because I've got actually a really good friend of mine, Michael Rahm, on. And Michael Rahm is with Floor Plans Online and Home Diary Online. Michael, thanks for being on our call with us today. Thanks a bunch. Good to talk to you. Yeah, so uh, so Mike was over at our house the other day, and we were having drinks. And I said to him, I said, we were talking about your, uh, we were talking about value add for real estate agents. And uh, the one thing I want to just kind of point out is uh, this isn't your first rodeo, right? I mean, you've you've been in real estate uh, going back for some time, back in the uh, the late mid '90s, correct? Uh, yeah, I actually started. I got my real estate license right out of college in 1991. So, um, wait a second, this, there, there was no internet back then, right? That was, that was uh, no, we, it was terminal emulation software on, it was basically that it was the old toilet paper roll machine when you'd print out a listing from on thermal paper. Yes. I remember and, that. Yeah. And then, uh, my first year, like I was obviously the first guy to get a computer, um, when they, the MLS switched over to dial up, which is pretty exciting. Dial up. I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah. So we did, yeah, I did that. And then, um, I was instantly fascinated with the technology side was so I was always trying to find an angle for um, how to introduce technology in real estate and then when the internet came along in 95 I uh, switched over to doing that full-time basically did a website for the Spokane Association of Realtors the Spokane Builders we did uh, bookstore websites um, uh, travel websites all kinds of stuff and then um in 97 i got recruited by the local services company to help with their technology and, and then one thing led to another and next thing you know i'm in seattle working with you yeah well I remember we met in 97 i know and then in 2000 uh you came over came on board with windermere services and then we worked together uh for gosh long 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 time building technology yeah, almost 10 years. So, you know, back then we started basically scraping the data from MLSs. As, as you know, the history of Windermere was the first company to have a uh, listing database online. We built all kinds of web-based tools before anybody knew what the web was. And then, you know, one thing that led to another nowadays, all that technology sits in uh, MoxieWorks. Obviously, it's um, massively expanded in scope and they've done a great job of taking it to not just Windermere, but other companies as well. Well, and you know, uh, the thing, things don't change. Uh, they kind of stay the same a little bit. And I know that 
when we were doing that, we were building those tools for the purpose of allowing agents to build a value edge and to show up better and provide better service for their clients. And, and, you know, and today it's, it's no different. In fact, I was listening to a, a podcast by Seth Godin and he wrote the book remarkable. Uh, I don't know if you've, if you've read that or uh, it's called uh, something with the cow, yeah. I forget think of the name of it, but he talks, Oh, purple cow. And he says, you know, if you're driving along and you see a, you see a bunch of cows in a pasture, you just go, Oh, look, a bunch of cows in the pasture. But if one of those cows was purple, uh, you would go, that's remarkable. <laughs> Why is that cow purple? And I think some of the tools that we're going to talk about today uh, with floor plan online and home diary, uh, those allow us to have that value wedge as a real estate agent to really showcase. And, and what Seth ended up saying, he said, you know, you can, you can choose to be in this business. You can choose to be a generalist or a specialist. And he says, here's the challenge. If you're a generalist, it means you're doing what everybody else is doing and you're not going to get talked about. If you're a specialist, you're going to be in demand. And people are going to want to work with you and you're going to get talked about. It. And I think that uh, the things that I see that your company does today allows real estate agents to be specialists because not everybody's doing it. And so just let's talk a little bit about um, the tool. Let's talk. Let's first start with uh, for our listeners out there. We have people that are in real estate, uh, specifically with Windermere and non Windermere. And then we have the, pu- the general public who potentially might be a seller, might be a buyer. So let's talk about floor plan online first and how it benefits. Let's first talk about real estate. I mean, what, why would I want to use floor plan online? I mean, what, what well, would benefit to me? The, the original founding premise with the company was that, and this is um, my buddy, Chris started the company back in, well, it's been 14, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been on board for about six, but the, when floor plan online started, it, the idea was, Hey, let, wouldn't it be neat if we put the photos in the context of the floor plan? It turns out that, uh, all kinds of studies by NAR and Zillow and others have proven that floor plan content is the number two most important content behind photos. Um, so, you know, the, the original insight was just, hey, wouldn't it be neat? But what we've come to realize is that it is about partially about differentiation. One, it's giving buyers what they want because they they need it. You You can save a buyer a lot of time by giving them visual context. So rather than just a string of 50 photos, I'm actually, and nowadays we're using Matterport to do a full-blown walkthrough. We do the floor plan. We have a 2D, 3D model. So it's advanced quite a bit. But the, the whole point is um, giving the buyer what they want so they have a more efficient process. Uh, you can a- attract more buyers because I think you told me a stat the other day about uh, NAR showing that um, the number of buyers that visit properties, but not all those properties on their elimination list are ones they visited yeah, so the average buyer views nine properties, but five of those viewings are virtual and they're eliminating homes by and never even stepping foot into them. Right, which in you know, COVID days and for security, and that's important, but it's also important because you expand the market. So the more people that see this property from the seller's point of view, the uh, you know, the more demand there is. It's a supply and demand thing. So you can um, drive the final selling price up because you've expanded the market. But to flip back to the benefit from an agent, the other thing we realized is, you know, listings have become somewhat commoditized with the internet, right? So with back in the old days, when I first started, right, everything was person to person, face to face, call up, make an appointment, um, because all you had for a photo was one little crappy four by six on a, on a flyer. Oh, Polaroid for people. Yeah, Polaroid. <laughs> and now you, the listings are everywhere. They're ubiquitous, right? They're on tens of thousands of websites. But if you really look at an IDX listing, which is the, the term for listings that have been downloaded from the internet and distributed out, they all, they're all the same. 
So how do you differentiate yourself? So now just think of it in terms of a real estate agent marketing themselves. How do I look different from the listing right next door? Take two houses that are basically the same. We don't know which one the buyer is going to buy, but I'm looking at both. And keep in mind, most buyers uh, or most sellers also buy, right? So there's yep. multiple, multiple potential transactions involved. Well, we've got all kinds of anecdotes of people who looked at a listing online. They didn't buy that listing for whatever reason, but they're silently interviewing the agents. And when they see an agent who did professional photography, a full 360 walkthrough, an interactive floor plan, in some cases, drone video or full motion, full motion video, that virtual tour is the way that you stand out as doing something completely differentiated from your peers. And unfortunately, there's no way online to expose, you know, it's like an iceberg, right? We know 90% of the work a real estate agent does to add value. This is all behind the scenes. That's not exposed online when the buyer is looking or exactly. a seller. So there's a tremendous amount of benefit, even if the tour was worthless from the seller's point of view, which it isn't. But if it was, there's benefit just from an agent's point of view in terms of their ability to brand and market themselves. Well, that's kind of high level. Well, and we, and we teach that. I mean, the concept we give that is we call it zero moments of truth. And, and we didn't come up with this, Zillow did. But, um, but what, what they said is that, you know, in today's day and age, you know, you're being, you're being looked at online before they ever have a chance to, like you said, really understand, you know, all the things that you do. And there's different ways that you can showcase and have a moment of truth that is just phenomenal, like remarkable, like purple cow. Um, or you can just choose to be a generalist and just do it like everybody else does. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and floor plan online is a way for you to uh, really enhance what we call that zero moment of truth. Yeah, I think we came up with, uh, Chris did um, the silent interview. We had this conversation about you're being interviewed online. So he's got a presentation somewhere on the site that you can download a, a deck. It's called the silent interview. And it's got all kinds of stats that prove this out. But I think at the end of the day, it, it, if you're an agent and you get this, you get it. And you're like, yeah. oh, okay. it's, I'm, I'm, doing the best for my seller. I'm getting a, a tertiary benefit to myself and it's best for the buyer. So it's a win for everybody. And in terms of cost, it's, it's completely reasonable. I mean, it's um, the highest cost is getting a provider out to the site. So that one of the reasons we um, people like us versus some of the competition is we try and we can get one provider in one appointment to scan the house, do the photography, do the drone if needed, and in some cases do the video. So it just becomes one appointment, less people through the house. Right. No, it's not like three different appointments where you've yeah. got to be, yeah. And then there's opportunities going forward. So in Portland, for example, they have a basically an energy score inspection requirement. And so in a market like that, our, our providers down there, because we've got providers all over the country, they look at what's local, locally needed in the market, and we add those services too. So it's like, okay, great. Now I don't have to have two different people show up for this required document. Um, South Carolina is a good example where they they require a verified square footage, and this is happening in other markets like Chicago too. So it's the same thing because we're doing a high quality scan, we can actually pull out a verified square footage. So yeah, and that and that's that's tremendous because I can't tell you how many times I've looked at homes on the MLS and bad data in, bad data out. Right. And either the square footage is wrong or just non-existent. Yeah, which is kind of a it's funny because it's if you're basically pricing based on price per square footage, it's kind of one of the most important. Right. Things. And that's a good segue into um, <clears throat> home diary too, because 
what we realized after we've been doing this for 10 years, and this is why I joined the company with the home diary side, was why are we putting all this effort to go out and scan a property just solely for the purpose of marketing it and then throwing it away when we're done and then we just repeat it over again. And one key insight I got from Zillow was Zillow switched, flipped it on its head, right? Um, the real estate industry has always been about listings, right? A listing is temporal. It's on the market and it goes away and that MLS number is never used again and we throw it away. And Zillow realized you should have a permanent record of every single property and they attach value to it now and eventually they attached listing data and all that too. But so we thought the same way was instead of throwing the floor plan, the floor plan should be tied to the property and should be permanent, it rarely changes. And instead of sending out an appraiser and your builder and Home Depot for carpet and the insurance guy and the next time you get it appraised, et cetera, et cetera, if you just had a permanent record and you have access to that as a homeowner in your own private diary, then you can expose that content as needed. So I've just done a bunch of remodeling and I can't tell you the number of times I pulled the floor plan or pulled the 3D model, drew on it and sent a link to my contractor so he could understand what we're gonna do ahead of time um, for getting bids. And there's a whole bunch of other uses for it. But the idea is that the new owner can claim the tour and take over that diary. That's one way to get a diary. The other way to get a diary is a homeowner is just go to the site and create one yourself and you can draw your own floor plan for free using our tool. Um, and then coming this fall, we'll actually have a service where we can um, create a floor plan for anybody. Yeah, I, that's, that's, I, I love that idea. And, and here's one thing I would ask. So if, if I'm a real estate agent today and I do, and I do the uh, floor plan online, and then do, do, does a home diary come with that program that I can then that I can then make that available to my client as another value add? Yeah, right now it's a claim process. So if you go to any one of our tours at the very bottom of the footer, there's a, hey, are you the new homeowner? You can claim this property. Similar to how you can go on Zillow and claim your own property. Right. Um, sends an email to the listing agent to approve it so they can verify that this is this really is the new buyer. Um, but also a seller can claim it and keep it as a keepsake. So, and what it'll does is it takes the photos from the property and a, and a floor plan if it exists and it copies it into that account. Um, so uh, if it's attached to a real estate agent claim that way, that real estate agent actually becomes the sponsor of the diary as well. So there's a little bit of branding. So the value proposition for agents is that having a contextually relevant way to stay in touch. So rather than, you know, dropping off pumpkin seeds and calendars uh, as a way to keep your face in front of people, which they may or may not use, and is not super related to what you do for a living, you're sponsoring a tool that is all about the home. Um, and the other half of Home Diary is what we call the timeline. It's a record of who did what, where, when, and for how much. And the idea there is you can record inventory, ideas, uh, actions that happen. You know, I remodeled the bathroom, I painted the house, I installed a new furnace, et cetera. Um, and all those entries can be related to providers. So you can have a permanent record of home pros that uh, did work on your house. So 10 years later, you can't remember who the pool guy was. You can just quickly search and look it up, find your... That is amazing. And, and, and here I am, I mean, I, I'm talking to you, I mean, just ideas just flipping through my brain. But um, so if I'm a real estate agent today and I work with you, let's say I work with you and Audrey and, and I set up a, a, a floor plan online and then I, you also have the home diary. And now I'm putting you on my annual property review. 
and you guys do, as you've done, we were just talking, you've done a bunch of remodeling, and now that's available to me, I can access that information and have a more accurate proper review for you on an annual basis being your trusted advisor. Is that correct? Uh, so we don't share the content. For the consumers, uh, it's up to them to share the content with third parties. So you, you could sponsor the Home Diary, but you don't have access to their private content. But right, but I could have a conversation with you. You have a conversation about it. And, yeah. they, and so what, there's a bunch of ways that could happen. Right now, as a homeowner, I could just say, hey, we did a bunch of work on the house. I can hit an export button and dump it into a spreadsheet and, and give it to you. And you can yes, look at exactly. it. And, oh, I see what you did. Um, we are working on some more share capabilities because there's just so many use cases for you have an entry and you need to share it with somebody and say, right. I'm, you do this on Facebook. Hey, I'm going to, I'm looking for a mini split. Does anybody know anybody? Right. Um, the, the, and you, you know this better than anybody who knows the best service providers are real estate agents because exactly. and property managers, because they deal with it all the time. So all the contractor work I had done in my rental in Spokane, I found through my property manager. All the work I just had done here, I found through the real estate agent who had the house listed when we bought it. And um, I see him every once in a while. So I asked him, man, I need a contractor. I'm desperate. And he found me somebody. Right. So, but most people don't think about that, right? Because they're not, once you transact, you know, agents event horizon is based on transactions because that's how, how I get paid. So that's how they have to spend their time. And um, I know you've told the story a million times of being on airplanes, <laughs> somebody saying, oh, you work for Windermere. Oh, my real estate agent was with Windermere. Oh, really? Who is it? Uh, well, I can't remember. Yeah, remember. It was right. a female. Oh. Great. That narrows it down. Yeah, it was <laughs> six years ago. And geez. So, you know, that, that that's the pain point that we're attempting to solve. It's not, you know, 100% of the value proposition of Home Diary is not to be the agent's um, keeping in touch tool, but it is a way for you to keep in touch. And we, um, because we're integrated with Moxie and partnered with Windermere, we kick around these ideas all the time about how to, for example, automate your, or uh, have you give, have you have the ability to dump that home value analysis you do once a year into the timeline. So there's a copy of it. or um, what we'll be launching this fall is the ability for an office to launch or an agent launch a home diary on behalf of a client who's bought the house and drop in, you know, the related documents. So that's permanently tied to the house. Um, so ideas. So I, I, so let me just review this and I want to take a quick break and then I want to come back and ask the big question uh, that we get to in a second. But um, so I, so for, for an agent, Simply, uh, it's a value add because you're providing information to your client and to potential buyers. One, for the, for the seller, it's a, it's a benefit because you get greater exposure knowing what people are doing virtually, which we know when you have more exposure, you can uh, benefit in the market we're in right now by getting, you know, by getting more to your bottom line in terms of selling your home because more buyers that come in, the higher the price goes because we have bidding uh, for a uh, for the agent, the value is, is that you are doing something that's creating massive value for your client. And also you're being interviewed, whether you know it or not, and you're being a specialist, not a generalist. And to the, to the, just the general consumer out there, when we talk about home diary, this is a great way for you to keep track and have information on your house. That's just readily accessible right there at your fingertips. Um, and that it's also extremely shareable. So it's getting back into, you know, what is, what is it that, uh, 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 oh my gosh, Apple, uh, the guy from Apple, 
What's his name? Help me. Steve Jobs? <laughs> yeah, Steve Jobs. He says, what's better than free? Easy. Right. right. You know, so I mean, and so this this ease of use is just uh, amazing. Anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I think you got it when that's something we have to constantly work on. So we're always trying to polish off rough edges and make it easier and easier. So one of those is we have an iOS app and this next version is going to make it easier to share anything to Home Diary. Um, the Home Diary is like, uh, it's an empty vessel, right? So its value is based about what you put into it. Uh, in and of itself, it's worth nothing because there's no content there. But once you put a floor plan in, it's worth something. Once you start keeping records, it's worth something. So there has to be benefits to you as a consumer. We could talk more about that after the break. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. So uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll come right back and uh, we can talk about the benefits to the consumer. And then I want to ask the question, uh, why on earth isn't every real estate agent using this tool? So we'll be right back and we'll, we'll address those questions. Hey everyone, this is Michael Fanning and with me is Eric Thompson. We're with Windermere Coaching. We thought we'd take just a moment to let you know a little bit about maybe how to get your feet wet into coaching with Windermere Coaching through the Windermere Path. Eric, tell us a little bit about the Windermere Path. So the Windermere Path gives you a call every week. You can join live or you can watch the recording. One of three things happen on those calls. You get a specific lesson that's taught by you, Mike, by Doug Simcock, by me, or Nick Hansen. The second thing that happens is we do live interviews with your Windermere colleagues. You can hear right from them about how they are implementing all the tools that we teach them in coaching so that you can be inspired by their story. The third thing that happens is you get to ask questions of us, things that are happening in your business right now, in your world. We help just to keep you on the, on the ninja path. Hey, Eric, it sounds like a lot of great content. So listeners, if you're interested in finding out more about the Windermere Path, simply go to windermerecoaching.com. Click on the explore button, give us your name and your email address, and we'll get back to you with all the information you need to get started on the Windermere Path. Thank you so much, and we'll return you to our content. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Windermere Coaching Minutes. And I have with me today Michael Rahm, who Michael Rahm and I have known each other since 1997, good friends. And he is with Floor Plan Online and also Home Diary. And uh, we are talking about the benefits of this program to agents and to the consumer. And so, Ram, give me some information about, um, you know, why the, why the consumer would benefit or what are some of the benefits to the consumer when we're talking about Home Diary? Yeah, so I kind of alluded to this before. The floor plan is, is a great starting point, but we also realized that, hey, everybody's different, right? So you got to have multiple value propositions from a homeowner's point of view. And also we, we think about this as a circle. So there's a life cycle in home diary. So you go get ready to put a home on the market. You put the home on the market, it's on the market, you transact, then you live in the home. And you live in the home for a heck of a lot longer than the buying and selling phase. Average is 10 years uh, in today's world. Yeah. yeah uh, 10 years it's hard to move these days with property values and just the competitiveness. And yeah, so you, that's why I just dump a bunch of money in a remodel instead of a, so, but in doing so, you know, the, there's kind of the immediate benefit and then there's a little bit about the vision and I'll talk about both. So the immediate benefit is just, you got to have someplace to store this stuff so you can find it. And most people don't have very good systems. And, and I just, the it's a little disheartening to talk about, but the, one of the, because of you know climate crisis issues but there's a lot of disasters going on and most people i think it's like 90 percent plus have no record of the inventory in your house and so if you did nothing else other than just go through your 
house and take a bunch of pictures and upload them to somewhere that's not on site. You know, so if you're, if your photos are backed up to the computer in your house and you lose it, it's gone. Right. So it needs to be in the cloud somewhere. Um, so we thought, you know, there are some general purpose tools like an Evernote, uh, but they're, uh, they're not guided. Right. So having a, having a system that's property specific, easily accessible online backed up, and then gives you the ability to hand it off to a new homeowner opens up all kinds of potential. So one is, one is just have a record for insurance purposes. If you well, and I'm going to add to that real quick. You know, I, when I, every year when I do my taxes, one of the questions my CPA asks me all every time is, hey, have you done any updating to your home? And what, what, was, what, what did it cost you? Right? And then I'm like, oh my gosh, now I got to go dig it up and somewhere in a folder on my computer. Yeah. I got to add it up. I mean, the idea to say, hey, let me just share this with you. Here's what I did. Which yeah, and you can just dump out a spreadsheet of certain timeline entries that you yeah. in our system and, and give that. To, so that's definitely, so vision-wise, being more sophisticated about some of these things, the more data we get in, the, the more sophisticated we can get about creating insights. So one is, um, we are in the NAR REACH program, which was a, is an incubator program for startups several years ago and met some great people. And one of the guys we met was one of the guys that works for the national labs. So these are the guys that set the help set the energy industry standards for energy usage. And they've got just every piece of data you could ever want about homes. And one of the things he said is the mean time to failure for a hot water heater is 10 years. And most people don't know that, right? And right. when a hot water heater fails, it's, it, it's bad. It fails catastrophically. <laughs> yeah. So if your hot water heater is in your attic and it fails catastrophically, you're looking at a $20,000 bill um, for either you or your insurance company. So, the point is, well, if you've got the data and you know the age and you know the mean time to failure, then you can start to expose insights to people. And we're not doing this yet, but that's that's the idea. That's the vision is that, you know, one, hey, we've got reminders in here. So right now you got to manually create a reminder. Um, idea being you buy a house and you get it inspected. And the advice is, hey, this isn't something you need to fix immediately because it shouldn't be part of it contract negotiation, but it's something to be aware of that you probably have five years left on the roof. So set a reminder that four years from now, I need to get bids um, or the hot water heater age or looking up manuals or warranty recalls or so there's or all kinds of, or maybe we need to service our furnace every year. I mean, yeah. it's simple things, right? That many times homeowners don't even realize. And, and I'm sure you've got triggers and little things in there that say, Hey, did you think about this? Did you think about that? Yeah, right now, yeah, where I mean, this is where it gets into the vision. So that's, that's, we'll follow the needs of the homeowners in terms of where the most value is. Yeah. But the, the starting point is create a record. Phase two in the, in the vision is the more data that's automatically populated, the better. So I don't have to do everything manually. And then phase three is derive insights and intelligence and, you know, money saving ideas. And then when I code ultimately sell the value to a homeowner is, a well-maintained home that's been improved and or is energy efficient can increase the value of a property significantly. So if you've got, I remember this one as a real estate agent, I, the most no-brainer property I ever um, helped a, a buyer buy was a guy who was an engineer at the local utility. And he had by month records of everything he'd ever done to the house. This is all in shoe boxes or in, you know, it was organizing files. But everything you'd ever done to the house, all the maintenance, all the, and the buyers are like, there's nothing to worry about here. It just took yeah. away all the concern 
that, you know, and an inspection can help with that. But if you've got somebody who's like, oh, wow, you're every improvement I've done is documented and here's what it was and here's when we did it and here's how much it cost. Um, that's just helpful in a myriad. Well, well think, th think about this. So, here, you know, the car industry's kind of figured this out, right? So, yeah. now, you know, and here we, and in a car, that's our expensive today. I get that. But this is the biggest purchase somebody's going to make in typically in their lifetime. It's where they're going to spend, you know, the majority of their time. Yet we have the most archaic ways of tracking maintenance and services. And, and I'm sitting here thinking if, if, if I was, if I was a real estate agent today and I were able to articulate this in part of my value add to my client, my gosh, I mean, it's, it's golden. Yeah. And there's no record. Of it. So that's the opportunity we saw, right? There's no yep. permanent canonical record of everything that happens inside the home. Zillow's got the data, all the public data. Um, and that has some value, but you kind of loses interest after a little bit. It's like, okay, every week, here's my, what my home is worth. It doesn't really matter if I'm going to live here until retirement. Right. What I care about is uh, how much is it going to cost me to get the next thing done that I need to get done? Or did I forget to do a maintenance on my furnace? And because I forgot to do that, I cost me more in the long run. Um, so there's, yeah, you, you, you can see how, <clears throat> Focus becomes a challenge for us because there's just so much opportunity here. Yep. But at the at the end of the day, just to kind of sum it up, there's two pieces of data that matter and should be permanently tied to the house, in our opinion. And that's the floor plan. So you can reuse it. And it's the timeline of activities, maintenance, and um, inventory. And then there's another piece in there that's just ideas where you can just create, you know, you can just clip images of stuff you might want to do someday. Well, see now, now after this podcast, I got to go sign up. I mean, yeah, I gotta go get it turned on because of that you've got me. So, so, so that's terrific. I mean, that that's great. And if and if the the the, uh, the listener today, buyer seller listener today, if they wanted to go set one up because they didn't get one from their real estate agent, would they just go to they just go to uh, homediary.com? Yeah, go to homediary.com and sign up, or uh, go to the Apple App Store and search for Home Diary. Um, and either way, you can sign up and it's free. Mm -hmm. um, and oh, it's then, complimentary, complimentary, right? Complimentary, sorry. <laughs> and then the, uh, thanks. And then from uh, from the uh, real estate agent's point of view, you can either go to floorplanonline.com, but if you're in the Windermere world, um, we actually have an integration with MoxieWorks, which is your provider of all your tech tools. Uh, it's an SSO sign-on. So if you go to floorplanonline.com slash Windermere, or you just log into the, the work site or the, what's the... Uh, Oh yeah, to the Windermere or the hub, the Windermere hub. The hub. So you log into the hub, and you go, you you can find us in there. And if when you click through that way, your profile and everything goes is automatically pulled in. Um, and then if you're interested in how Home Diary works, there's a button inside there that says Home Diary, and you can actually sync your tour profile with your homeowner Home Diary profile. So awesome. I'll create the account for you automatically. It makes you a home pro and home diary. And then there's an invite code. Anybody you invite to home diary with your special code gets automatically associated with your account. That's great. And I'll, and I'll put notes, I'll put in show notes, the, the links so that people can find that. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So, so here's my question. So all this stuff is terrific. And I'm sitting here listening to this going, I, I got to get this turned on. So why, why aren't real estate agents adopting this across the board? Well, so a lot of this is technology or tools or marketing is 
they're, they can be nice to have versus must haves, right? Yeah. So one of the things that happened with COVID was we saw a massive increase last summer because the 360 walkthrough especially went from being at, oh, that's neat, but I don't need it on every listing because it's going to sell anyways in a couple of days or for whatever reason, I'm not motivated <clears throat> to it's a must have because my seller is, does not want showings. So that kind of woke everybody up, but the adoption rate is still radically lower than what you would expect. And you know this from when we first created the photo gallery. Right. So one of the things we did at Windermere for those who aren't as old as we are <laughs> back in like 2000, yep. we said all the MLS photos are small and crappy. We could create a photo gallery where we could have super high res, high quality photos. And it's a, it was the original virtual tour. And it was a game changer. Yeah, it was a game changer. But we, what was the adoption rate we had? It never went beyond 35%. Right. Yeah, it was still low. And so I think it's an education problem. It's a motivation problem. It's a, it's a, it's a short-term thinking versus long-term thinking. So these are, these are all the things that you deal with every day in terms of coaching people and training. And it's just how you think and how you go about your business. And I mean, if, if all you're going to do is go back to the, what's the bare minimum I need to do because this listing is going to sell anyways. Yeah, of course that listing is going to sell, but did you set yourself up for success for the next listing or the referral from that seller? Well, and, and, and this is critical. And I see this happen a lot with people that I coach the agents that do use your tool. They're netting more money for their sellers. They're netting more money for their sellers because there's zero moment of truth. And the way that they're showing up to the buyer is they're getting more eyeballs on that house because they're allowing the buyer to walk through that home and see that home. It's an entirety before they ever step into it. Therefore bringing more buyers to the table, therefore fetching more of an, what we call emotional evaluation increase, because now the buyer said, we got to have that house. And they're willing to bid up and those agents are actually doing a much greater job and their list of sell ratios are off the charts. Well, and not only that, there's more subtle benefits. So we hear stories all the time of the new buyer um, now uses a virtual tour. And I even did this back when I bought my property 17 years ago, just with the Windermere photo gallery. I looked at that photo gallery probably 200 times because we had you know, four weeks to close. And then we had a two week window where we're going to overlap with our old place. And we needed to basically do a massive amount of remodeling. So what we have, I, we have a story of somebody who spent literally like six hours inside the tour, counted every single doorknob, every single hinge, yeah, <laughs> measured the windows and lined all that up and sent it to their contractor. So that the day they closed, they could start work on the remodel and get it done in time to move in a reasonable period of time. Yeah. Um, we've had other people who take, take the floor plan, <clears throat> marked up the floor plan for the movers. And when they packed, they labeled every single box in the property and numbered the rooms and said, here's where it goes. And so, you know, when you move, how you move everything like four times. Right. And yeah, exactly. Had, and some st boxes still stay packed. Yeah, and so they had everything moved into the exact right space. So these are things that wouldn't bubble up automatically as use cases in, a, in an agent's mind as another reason why. But you just made life easier for the new buyer too. And um, oh, even though they may not have been your client, um, you know, the positive impression you leave with them has a lasting impact on your business, in my opinion. Well, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it, it just, yeah. And, and I'll give you two more that just come to mind. One is that, uh, and you know, and I'm just going to say it, uh, the agent's cheap. The agent's not willing to invest the money uh, 
on that particular situation, because like you said, they just want to take the easiest path out. And I loved it. And that in that uh, podcast listen to with Seth, Seth said, look, you know what, if you want to, if you want to increase your income, you got to spend money to make money. Right. You, you, you have to do it. And, you know, it, it's like, it's like, you don't go to a, a heart surgeon and they don't say, well, you know what, I mean, we haven't been doing as many surgeries as we thought we were going to do this year. So we're really cutting back on our uh, anesthesiologist. So we're not, I'm going to do both. Uh, I'm, we're just, we don't have an anesthesiologist because it's just, it's kind of expensive. You know, and and in all the other arenas of, of, of industries, you know, you don't, you see people, if you're going to be great, then be great and invest the money, have the best, do the best things you can for your clients. And it will pay you back four or five, six, tenfold. Um, That's one of them. The other one is, is that they don't have the ability to articulate it to a seller. And a seller says, why do we got to do all this stuff? Just, I just want to sell my house. Yeah, and I think there are some stats that we have. We'll put links in the show notes, but um, Zillow, Redfin, Windermere, NAR, have all done studies that show the value of this kind of content, rich visual content, floor plans, give me, give me context. And this is all data that you can't, all you can put in MLS is photos and a link to a virtual tour. The, the MLS doesn't accept that data and it doesn't get distributed out to these websites. So the only place you can put it is a virtual tour. Uh, and so just understanding that, that, that these secondary benefits and that they, they pay off in the long run. Yeah. I mean, and we don't even have time to get into it, but I mean, I'm sitting here thinking now I got a permaflyer on my house and there's a QR code that goes to the virtual tour. And now the people walking by can actually get into the house right from the sign out of the front of the house. I mean, it just, there's, there's so many avenues of just greatness. <laughs> Yeah. these things that I, you know, it just, the list goes on and on. Well, hey, Mike, to kind of wrap up here. So if somebody wanted to know more about the two, what's the best way to get a hold of you and what, what are the best websites for them to go to to really learn more about this? Well, in the Windermere world, I would go to floorplanonline.com slash Windermere. Okay. Uh, everybody else just go to the root domain, floorplanonline.com. Yeah. That page actually has um, links to a lot of the stats and the presentations. I think we even have slides that can be used in a, in a listing presentation. I would go there um, and consumershomediary.com. And then for anybody who wants to contact me personally, um, I'm just Michael. It's my name, Michael at rom.com, R-A-H-M-N.com. And I'm happy to answer questions or talk to anybody in detail. Yeah, no, that's terrific. That's terrific. Well, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. I I always love having conversations with you because we kind of think alike and uh, we're always looking for ways to, uh, one, enhance the value that real estate's bring to the table, two, is to allow uh, the consumer just to have a much more robust experience in this world of home buying and selling. I mean, you know, that's what it's, what it's about is, you know, how do we surprise and delight? How do we build hospitality, not just service? And I think your product does that. And so thanks for taking the time today. I appreciate it. I always enjoy our conversations. Well, hey, everyone, uh, thank you for listening. I hope you found this helpful. Again, I will put this information in the show notes. Again, this is the Windermere Coaching Minute. If you think we're hitting the mark and doing a good job, please let us know and share this on. Also, if you have ideas or things you want us to talk about, please send those directly to me at fanning at winnimer.com and we'll make sure that we get the content that you want to hear. All right, everybody, make it a great day. Be awesome and help somebody. thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. If you found this content interesting, please feel free to share it and give us a rating. Also, 
If you're a real estate agent with an epic idea and you're doing something great to create great client service or work-life balance, or maybe both, please reach out to us at fanning at windermere.com. And we always end our podcast by saying, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day.